Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. <laughs> Tommy, Ocean Chinook or Puget Sound Coho, what is your palate favorite? And you drop yeah. that kokanee on top of that barn door halibut's head, 67 feet of water, and he was not happy about that. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Boxers or briefs? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with a European cut speedo. Fantastic. Excellent choice. I yeah. love tuna. I do love tuna. Heck yeah! <laughs> hey, you know, I have a buddy who refers to Canadian geese as flying carp. Obviously, he's not cooking them. Right? <laughs> he clearly, right? Oh, ocean snook. Seriously? Hands down. Really? Hands down. I don't fish for coho. Ah, good point. Hey, speaking of grind, can you tell the difference between ground deer and ground elk? Honestly, taste the difference. You know, Dwayne, we only get one chance to live this life. Mm-hmm. And you will always regret the things that you don't do. So you know what I tell people? Buy the damn boat. Hey, you know, the facts are some days are just a grind. Welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest, the number one fishing and hunting talk show throughout the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Now here is your host, Dwayne England, and of course, the infamous Tommy Donlan. Hello and welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest. Dwayne England coming to you live from the Fish Hunt Northwest studio here at Summit Lake in Olympia, Washington, flying solo tonight. Uh, Tommy's got the night off, no big deal. Uh, we're actually going to check in with him a little later on in the show as we got a great topic to discuss uh, with Mr. Thomas Donlan. So before we get into all of that, hey, I uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. If you're uh, joining us live here, make sure you sign on uh, the computer, get some chat going. I'll try to answer as many questions as I can. And uh, as we progress through the show, got a great show lined up as we do each and every week. Lots of content to cover, some great, uh, some great fishing for, uh, for you to view, and uh, plenty, uh, plenty of guests that will be signing on. So lots to get to, see, and do. If you're joining us here on Root Sports, want to thank you. Uh, take some time, check out all our social media platforms. Go on over to our webpage, www.fishhuntnw.com. There you're going to find also a couple of coupon codes that are for your uh, usage. Uh, FHN20 with Edge Rods. Uh, Edge Rods, 20% off all the time through Fish Hunt Northwest. Simply click on that coupon. It'll take you right to the Edge Rods page. You're going to get every fishing rod off 365 days out of the year, 20% off all the time. If it's not already uh, under some other type of reduced pricing or special. Uh, also want to mention uh, we have a 30% off Edge Rod special that we're going to be announcing here later on in the show. So be sure to stick around for that. And we're going to show you how to get 30% off of those 360 Pro rods that I know you're going to want to get. Also, pay attention to the Phelps Game Calls coupon. 10% off all Phelps Game Calls all the time if you simply uh, enter Fish Hunt NW at checkout. So, again, flying solo tonight, no big deal. Again, plenty of topics and conversation to have, bringing you some of the events and highlights that have happened throughout the past week since uh, Tommy and I were in here in studio last Thursday. So, a couple questions. You've been out kokanee fishing? Uh, I know here in Washington, at least on the west side of the state, a few of the lakes are struggling. You know, the regulars that are fishing up there at American, and I got to tell you, I actually put the boat in here in the backyard for the last couple mornings uh, with the calm weather, little to no wind, and sunny back, you know, since we got out of this rain pattern. I decided to uh, give it a go and see if I could actually find some kokanee. Now, I'm marking plenty of schools, but here in Summit Lake, 
Man, I have not caught a kokanee over 11 inches this year, and I think that's just where it's going to be. I don't know if I'll have time to come back and check it out later in August when I've done well out here also, but for those that keep asking me for reports here on Summit Lake, uh, plenty of trout to tangle with, that's for sure. Get down below 47 feet, you're not going to get into a whole lot of trout. Marking a ton of schools of kokanee that are all the way down to 65 feet. Uh, surface temperature is almost uh, 69 degrees here at the lake, and the kokanee fishing has been tough. Again, a lot of 10 to 11 inch fish, and uh, just not finding those token 14, 15 inch that we typically get out here. I know a few lakes on the west side are fishing okay. Merwin sounds like kicking out some decent numbers. Again, not real big. Um, you know, it's just one of those potential downturn years. Talking with Buddy Herzog, kokanee fishing even on the east side in some areas has been a little tough. Few lakes are kicking out some decent sized fish, but just kind of a, a downturn year for a number of our kokanee lakes for those that keep asking for some reports. So I thought I'd try to throw that in here this evening before we get too far along. All right, uh, running down the show. Again, lots to get through. Uh, Going to premiere our day with Ben Overmars Jr. on the Overkill, Overkill Sports Fishing, Deepwater Link Cod. This is uh, great content, and we're going to watch parts one and two this evening. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Then we'll check in with our very own Tommy Donlan. We had a Chinook opener, in case you missed it, out there in the ocean. Nia Bay opened last Saturday, and how good was it? Well, Tommy has all the details, and he's going to help you out for future success. Then we'll check in with a, a longtime friend of ours here at uh, Fish on Northwest, Mike Roth, Team Takedown Guide Service. The Upper Columbia River opens July 1st for Chinook and Sockeye. How to be successful. He's going to clue you in on some key components and gear to use and all the details. Then we'll close out with some reports and, of course, um, some uh, openings and closings. Also, hey, have you been paying attention to the dam counts up there at Bonneville? Uh, as of late, summer Chinook, 38,000, almost 39,000 Chinook over the dam. Getting about a little over 2,000 per day now on these summer Chinook above Bonneville. So those upper fisheries, and we'll talk to Mike later on the show, starting to stack up uh, some decent numbers of fish up there. And then, of course, the sockeye are close to 60,000, getting about 10 to 11,000 a day over the dam, which uh, bodes well for this opener that's coming up July 1st on the upper stretch there. Mike's going to give us all the details. So, all right, don't go anywhere. Jump out for a quick break. We come back, going to uh, let you enjoy. Sit back and enjoy our day of lingcod fishing, deepwater lingcod and rockfish with Ben Overmars on the overkill out of uh, Westport when we come back from this break. Right here, Fish on Northwest. Defiance Marine is the one-stop shop for the Pacific Northwest Angler. Defiance Marine guarantees the best price on a new and best service on a repower for your current boat. Defiance Marine is a Honda Premier dealership and one of the largest on the West Coast. Defiance Marine is a boat dealer who proudly sells Defiance, Allied, and Arima boats. All boats are built by West Coast fishermen for West Coast fishermen. Defiance Marine has all your boating needs to help you get out on the water. If you're looking for the best fishing rods in the world, you really do need to take a look at the edge rods. I designed and built new machinery, and I think this new machinery has enabled us to build blanks like no other company can build without this equipment. There is no other rods in the world that are as good as these rods. You owe it to yourself to take a good look at them. 
All right, welcome back here in studio to Wayne England. Uh, yes, still flying solo. Tommy's not going to make it tonight. But, uh, hey, hopefully you guys enjoyed that because I know we sure did. Lots of good comments here on the uh, stream this evening. Uh, yeah, Ben is a fantastic uh, skipper. He uh, has been fishing the ocean fisheries for quite some time, really has them dialed in. And uh, it's, it just unfolds basically like that. You get out there, you go get your... Go get your flounder, because them big lean cod down deep love them flounder. And then you're going to go uh, drop them to the bottom. You might be in 600 feet of water, 800 feet. Typically, when you get out there in that eight, 900 foot, now you're getting into that area, too, where you can get that bonus black cod. And we have had seasons where we pull up some of them black cod, which are absolutely fantastic and completely a bonus fish to go along with your pretty lucrative limit. So, uh, as you saw, you know, everybody gets two, two lean cod, seven rockfish, or, you know, bass, whatever. Um, it's just a fantastic day, and did you notice the ocean? Could you say we were just a bit spoiled? It was like greasy slick out there. Couldn't ask for better conditions uh, for both fishing, filming, and the weather. Just absolutely a great day. I think we were doing 32 miles an hour heading on out and coming back in, so uh, we, were, we were literally done. I think I had mentioned it there uh, in the video. By 11 o'clock in the morning, we had all our fish and we're heading back in. So uh, look Ben up if you want to have a great day on the water. Salmon season opens out here at Westport this weekend. He's got plenty of days left available for some good Chinook and coho fishing to come. Uh, get a hold of him via Facebook, uh, Ben Overmars Jr. Look him up online, uh, Overkill Sport Fishing. He's going to treat you to a day. All right, uh, <clears throat> moving on. Before we get out of here, I'd mentioned at the start of the show, We've got an edge rod special coming up through the weekend, through Sunday. The 360 Pro edge rod. Uh, this is the rod Tommy and I rave about. A lot of our guide friends out there in the industry are utilizing it. Get it in a 9 foot 4, 10 foot 6. It's the 360 Pro. Uh, through a Shane Magnuson Upper Columbia Guide Service and edge rods, they're running a special now through Sunday. 30% off all SAR 360 Pro rods. This is a fantastic lead rod. Uh, for all your lead uh, dropper fisheries throughout the Columbia River and even out here, you know, Grace Harbor region, when, uh, when I'm out there fishing later in the season for coho, using those 360 rods because they are just fantastic for any of your lead fisheries. They also cross over, and because the amount of glass they have in these rods, they are a phenomenal downrigger rod. You can crank them things down the downrigger, fish them all day long without any issues. Um, for your bait fisheries, when you're fishing lead and bait, they really load up nice and get that hook set into those fish. Uh, it's the all-around perfect rod. If you're looking for some type of, you know, a 10-and-a-half-foot rod, 9-and-a-half-foot rod, fishing out the side or the uh, stern on your boats, that, uh, that 360 rod gets it done. Uh, it comes in different, uh, different strengths, obviously. You can get it uh, dependent on how heavy a lead you're going to fish on some of these Columbia River fisheries. So uh, it is worth checking out. If you're going to outfit your boat, with, the, uh, with a rod for lead fisheries and or downrigger rods for your saltwater fisheries, the 360 Pro. Get online, enter, um, enter the, uh, uh, what the, oh, the Mega Tangles. <laughs> yes, Shane Magnuson, the Mega Tangles. Throw that slide back up there before you get out of here, Jordan. Mega Tangles at checkout. You're going to enter that into your coupon code at checkout, Mega Tangles. You're going to save 30% on each individual rod that you purchase uh, in the 360 Pro series. So uh, make sure you take advantage of that. Well worth it, and you're going to outfit your boat with a uh, one of the very best rods on the market. All right, going to do it for us here. 
first half of the show here on Root Sports. Got some great interviews coming up with Tommy Donlan and Mike Roth. Second half of the show coming up right after this break, right here, Dish on Northwest. Allied, the new leader in heavy gauge aluminum boats. Allied boats have standard reverse china and lifting rakes to help you plane faster and run at lower RPMs. Allied boats have several models to choose from, ranging from a 19-foot Mustang all the way up to a 32-foot Liberator. So regardless of what type of heavy-gauge aluminum boats you are looking for, Allied Boats will have it for you. Contact Allied Boats today to learn more about these incredible fishing machines. All right, welcome back here in studio. Uh, yes, alone for now, but uh, my little buddy Thomas Donlins, not too far out of reach, uh, joining us this evening. Uh, Tommy, yes, you are currently in San Juan and going to enjoy a couple days with family and shrimping and, and having a good time, but... I got you on tonight to talk about that Chinook opener you and Buddy's got to experience out there at Ania Bay. Yeah, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, one of the best openers that I can remember since about 2013. And um, the fish were on the large size. So definitely one of the best openers I've seen. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, the pictures that you posted up on our Facebook page and, and around social media looked like a really nice grade of fish, no doubt about it. So um, talk about uh, in comparison. I mean, as far as openers go, um, in seasons past, how would you rate these fish size-wise right out of the gate compared to like previous years? Yeah, so I guess the first thing that I would say is we knew these fish were in tight to the shore, um, both in the Strait and south of Tatouche out of Nia Bay. We knew that before the season ever opened. You know, when we were in there fishing for rockfish, lingcod, we've got kings chasing our shrimp flies right up to the surface and right next to the boat. So That's we right. knew they were there. Um, there's a huge bait concentration going on. And as far as the size goes, um, these fish are just, they're in full chew mode. They've been putting on weight. Um, that 29-pounder we caught even has quite a bit of a hook to his nose already. Wow. And so it was a really good surprise to see fish that big this early out of Nia Bay. Talk a little bit about that approach that you kind of mentioned there, fishing in tight to shore in the rocks. I mean, you look at some of the pictures you posted, and you and I have talked about it in passing as we're out there going for, you know, uh, offshore for lingcod and halibut and whatnot. But and we have fished in uh, some 50, 60-foot water, too, on the troll for, uh, for them Chinook in the past. But you guys are right in there, uh, tight in the surf, got the big rock cropping formations around. you got to be on your toes. What, what uh, what's that game like getting in there, maneuvering that boat around and uh, fishing that close to some, some structure? Yeah. So one of the things you need to remember about the ocean is that, you know, it's, it's just like reading a river to be honest with you, right? There's, there's current in a river, there's current in the ocean and that current in the ocean pushes bait and concentrates bait in certain locations. And so, you know, one of two things is going to happen. The current's going to push bait, up against or that rock face and shove it up against there and kind of sandwich it in there. And the, the Chinook are going to use that to their advantage. They're going to use that rock wall as kind of a team player to help them pound that bait. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is you've also got back eddies. So you also have to think about, well, where is that, where is that bait going to swirl? That's just outside the current. Where is it going to tuck into a bay? And so when you look at those two principal, um, key characteristics of Chinook fishing the coast, you know, talking about, you know, that inshore fishing, um, those are things that you have to think about. And so most of the fishing that we did was in, I'll say, you know, 50 to 8,500 feet of water. 
Um, And to be honest with you, you can be in a lot of these areas, you can be 15 yards from a huge rock formation and you're already in 50, 60 feet of water. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So let's talk about uh, what you're dropping down to them. Uh, you know, is it a spoon spoon deal? You guys fishing bait? Did you bring out the uh, the token uh, white ace high fly that you and I love to put out there? Um, and how about uh, any scent? And more importantly, we fishing suspended in this 50, 60 foot or are we dropping right to the deck? Yeah, so you know that I absolutely love um, my Irish cream, uh, silver horde spoons, hands down. Yep. One of, you know, probably in my in my book, the best spoon ever designed. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, on this day, they would not touch it. Mm. And I tried all sorts. I tried all sizes, you know, in the entire lineup. They didn't want it. They didn't want an ace high fly. I tried different color patterns. Um, they were just super keyed into um harbor herrings red label and that? so i was running you know a rice davis helmet and um with the wire and just kind of running a couple four aughts with that red label herring and they were just eating it up and i you know i tried d- at different points in the time i would interject the spoon interject the ace high fly and they would always hit the bait always go back to the bait um so it was definitely a bait game and and the one thing that i'll see say is that you know with the natural bait um, especially with, you know, Potsky's fire brine, it puts off an amazing amount of shine in the water. And so there's no reason that you have to fish the deck. Okay. Right on the bottom. There's so much, you know, signature visual coming off of that bait mm-hmm. that you can fish it mid water column. And in fact, um, the 29 pounder came 25 feet on the rigger and 79 feet of water. How about that? Yeah. Yep. So uh, the red label's getting it done, you know, uh, even this time of year, the, the typical, uh, you know, the herring uh, balls out there, the, the bait size is still, you know, a little bit on the smaller side. They're still feeding a lot. They're growing in size. You're finding some of that smaller bait. Did you guys throw some anchovies out? We've done well on anchovies back in there before. So the anchovies work, yeah. or mostly the red label uh, time we, and time again? We, 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 did, we did fish anchovies. We got one of our fish on anchovies, but the rest came on red label. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how much of that water in around that structure is conducive to jigging or mooching? Because I know guys will do that. Yeah. You know, there's definitely, if you can, you know, prove to yourself that um, there's fish in the bait ball, either by getting them on sonar uh, or by trolling through and getting a strike, it's definitely conducive to, to jigging without a doubt, right? Your limiting factor with jigging, as you know, is going to be wind or current. Yeah. If you've got you know a high wind or a big current that's pushing you through that area really fast, it's going to be hard to stay vertical and make that jig work properly. Yeah, but how great would it be to drop down in sixty foot of water with that uh, with that six sixty one slow pitch rod and uh, have them grab one of them uh, three point five? Oh, by the way, buddy, I got some of those five point five grim reefers now for us for these ocean fisheries with awesome. the jig. Uh, now that we're rolling into salmon. Yeah. So I cannot wait to get out there and try that. Those are going to be phenomenal. Uh, even if you're not using them for bottom fish, these salmon will grab a hold of those 5.5s and live deeper water with some current. Going to be phenomenal. So, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, fantastic, buddy. Looks like you guys uh, crushed it. Can't wait to go chase some salmon in the ocean, man. I think we're in for a pretty impressive year as far as grade of fish. I think we got a lot of four and five year olds returning this year, and we're going to see some. We're going to see a lot of uh, fish, you know, touching that thirty pound mark. What do you think? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And and even within the San Juan Islands, I would say, you know, cruising up this morning, it was just phenomenal how much bait is already up here almost in every single bay on my way from Cornet Bay to Friday Harbor. So it's going to be a great year. Yeah, right on. Well, uh, enjoy uh, through the weekend. Weather looks conducive to some uh, great times. Enjoy that time with the family. And uh, we'll see you back here in studio next Thursday for another great show that we'll put together and uh, bring to the folks. All right, let's do it. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. All right, right. Tommy Donlin, everybody, checking in. Uh, Had a fantastic day out there at Nia Bay, no doubt. Um, Got it done and, uh, you know, put some impressive uh, fish in the boat. And you can do the same. All you got to do is uh, tune in here week in and week out. We're going to. We're going to get you all schooled up on how to find uh, success out there on the waters. Okay, don't go anywhere. Going to jump to the freshwater category now. Going to jump out for a quick break. We come back. Mike Roth uh, is going to help us out in getting dialed in on Chinook and Sockeye for this Upper Columbia opener. We got July 1st right around the corner, man. It'll be here before we know it. And uh, we'll be chasing Chinook. We'll be chasing Sockeye. Uh, Mike Roth, owner at Team Takedown Guide Service. When we come back from this break, right here, Fish on Northwest. All Defiance boats are built without any structural wood materials. That is why all boats are backed with a lifetime warranty. All Defiance boats come standard with large fish boxes that are fully insulated so that you can ice your fish properly all day. All Defiance boats are foam flotation filled and unsinkable for the ultimate in safety while fishing offshore. Before you buy any boat, stop by or call Defiance boats today to ensure you are getting the very best glass boat your money can buy. All right, welcome back here, Fish on Northwest, Wayne England, and uh, on the uh, on the show next on the docket, Mike Roth, owner at Team Takedown Guide Service. Uh, Mike, known you for a long time, first time, uh, first time to the show, so thanks for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah, you bet. So, hey, we got an opener coming up here, July first on the Columbia, kind of in your backyard is where you're going to start out. Uh, July first opener for Chinook and Sockeye. Um, Rock Reach Dam area, again, kind of in your backyard, mouth of the Wenatchee. Is it typically more Chinook right out of the gate here? I mean, based on the numbers, I would assume. And the fact that, you know, we had that closure even on the lower river for a little stint here as the uh, springers were finishing up. But uh, they've already indicated we got, you know, 30-some thousand or whatever that number was over the dam here for the summer Chinook. Um... Let's talk first about targeting those Chinook. I'm assuming, like I said, that uh, that's going to be probably the more prevalent fish uh, right when you start off here. Yeah, nor- normally it is. Um, it, it can your sockeye. I mean, just you know, got to watch the numbers over the dam, and I mean th- those fish travel pretty fast, so um, it can be good right out of the gate as well, too. So you can typically kind of target both of them at the same time. Let's uh, let's talk about how we're going to set up then uh, specifically if we're going after Chinook more so. I mean, I know we're targeting both, as you mentioned, at the same time. You can definitely land Chinook on sockeye gear. We've done it on kokanee rods and 8-inch uh, dodgers and uh, something that looks like an oversized uh, kokanee rig for years. But if you're going to really kind of focus on those Chinook, you go on 360s, are you sticking with, uh, you know, 8-inch uh, dodgers? Um, what's kind of the rigging and presentation if you're going to go after Chinook? Yeah, no, if I'm if I'm pretty much going to target Chinook, it's going to be the 360s. You know, we got the Max Max Lure uh, Paddle Flasher that I helped design. It's the one that you can open up, put bait inside. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, we'll run that on there with either a uh, Samatech uh, Spinner that I helped design for Max Lure. 
uh, more your traditional spinners. You know, spinners can be pretty good up here early. Um, then, of course, you know, everybody's favorites, the old super baits. This is the, a mini cut, which um, these are a bait that my brother actually invented and started for us. So about almost 20 years ago, I think now. But, um, you know, a lot of people run the original super baits, the full size cut plugs. Um, I kind of generally do a little bit smaller, you know, profile on these summer fish. Um, but the other stuff works really good, too. Um you know, I mean, we're pretty much running all lead droppers up here. Water's not super, super deep. Guys still um, will run downriggers, things like that, and do really well. But, uh, you know, your your 24-inch, 30-inch bumper to your lead um, is what we kind of do, uh, do up here. I mean, most everywhere, really. But even your Pro Troll flashers. Um, but, yeah, a lot of spinners, a lot of super baits. Yeah, so um, how about uh, depending on – current and obviously most of us are aware but explain a little bit on uh you know when they release water and they increase flows and things like that what's what's kind of the parameter on the amount of lead that one can expect to use and are you using them on a dropper or are you putting them right to a slider with no dropper uh, how do you how do you rig your lead yeah I, I run mine um here directly directly to the slider um just no no dropper you don't need droppers up here right uh, we're not anchored up or anything like that but yeah just right to a uh your your slider and then current wise you know i mean kind of depends you know a lot of a lot of years most time it's really not too bad um i mean you know clear up clear up to like wells dam can be bad right at the dam you know, if they really open it up, but even at Rocky Reach or above Rocky Reach at Walla Walla Point Park areas, you know, the current's really normally not too bad and it's not really very deep. So generally, you know, my side rods, I'll fish like an eight ounce um, weight, back rods, I'll fish a six. Yeah, that's not too much at all. So uh, again, you gave, you gave uh, bumper length. Let's talk a little bit about the length on that leader. And more so for the Chinook, are you running at least a 1.5 size smile blade? Maybe give us a little indication on color. And then ultimately, yeah. uh, what are we putting on there? A coon shrimp? Um, nothing at all. Run it naked, just like this. I ran it with coon shrimp. Doesn't seem to help, but just it, just like that. Sometimes not even no scent at all. Um, yeah, this is the Maxilure, um 1.5 blade on here. This is a uh, their uh, chartreuse and pink um, Samtech spinner, but your you know pinks, greens, a um, little bit of orange, um, you know like a tiger stripe orange, like this one here in a package that I got. That one is pretty good. So you know pinks, greens, I mean are always good um, up here this time of year. Wow, that's fantastic. Not even, uh, don't even need any bait because I know I've caught plenty of Chinook up there on the east side in some of those pools when you're, you know, dragging coon shrimp around trying to get sockeye. And next thing you know, you're landing a decent Chinook on a uh, kokanee rod. And more so, even if you can't retain the uh, fish, you definitely want to get your dodger back. You don't want to give up the farm just to land some uh, Chinook there on the east side. So uh, let's kind of transition, man. Let's, uh, we're getting all amped up and ready for the sockeye. So it looks like the numbers are pretty decent. We can anticipate a pretty decent year. Again, you're going to start targeting those kind of in your backyard, that Wenatchee area, Rocky Reach. Um, talk about the process there. And then we'll kind of transition up to the one everybody kind of waits for and looks really forward to. And 
man, oh man, is it ever getting crowded year in and year out now, that Brewster pool. But yeah. Let's kind of start down below where you're at. Yeah, so we'll run same gear pretty much all, all year round. Um, whereas we start out down here, up there, but, you know, your your typical eight-inch Dodgers, these are the Max Lure Double Ds, um, you know, your outsized Dodgers there, your eight-inch. Um, and then, you know, I run, you know, 12 to 14 inches typically um, on a liter length on these guys. Um, this is one here that is just a couple beads and a uh, 0.8 blade. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we'll go to the uh, one, one blade kind of depends on the fish, what they're wanting. Sometimes they like that smaller profile with your coon shrimp on that, of course. Um, but pretty much same exact gear, you know, 18 to, um, 24 inch bumper, um, right to your slider, you know, four to five ounces of lead, typically, sometimes even a three ounce of lead. Yeah. Um, you know, I know we'll get into it a little bit more here, but, you know, if a Brewster last year, you know, kind of towards the tail end of the season, those fish went pretty deep. So even getting a six ounce on, on the rods, you know, is a bit much for your, your sockeye rods, but, um, they handle it just fine. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, bumper length and then, uh, leader length off of that Dodger again was what? 12 to 15. You said. Yeah. 12, tw uh, 12 to 14, 14 is typically yeah. what I kind of run. Um, you know, some guys will even run a, um, you know, eight inches behind there. I mean, some guys will run really, really short. Yeah. Um, just going to give you some more action. And I kind of feel, you know, down here and kind of the home home front, you know, we do have a little more current and things like that than you do at Brewster. So your Dodgers really already working pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, it's really moving that bait around pretty good. And that's what you're kind of after. Do you ever uh, do you ever switch it up a little bit and put any type of a hoochie on that uh, that sockeye rig? Maybe a glow hoochie. Sometimes that water gets a little dirty up there in that Brewster pool, uh, depending on you know yep. water flowing out of that uh, out of the river, dumping into the pool there. When it gets clouding stuff, do you switch over to any type of hoochie and upsize that lure a little more UV, a little more presence? Yeah, yeah. So here's a uh, cha cha squitter. Yeah. Um, the uh, old good old white glow in the dark pink. Right. Um, that one can be really, really good if that water is, you know, murky, cloudy, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good yep. call. Let's uh, let's finish yep. up, though. You know, some of the key to success in both the Chinook and Sockeye fishery, of course, is troll speed. And that, again, it's going to vary mm -hmm. depending if you're going with or against current and if they're actually flowing water. So talk a little bit about how you set your boat up, gauge that troll speed so you know the gear uh, you know, you got four or five ounces of lead on or three ounces of lead. Is it getting down, you know, to the depth that you need it to based on troll speed and river current? Also, before we get out of here, I want you to talk about how far out the back or side of the boat are you dropping those perspective weights, three ounces, five ounces? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like typical sockeye run, you know, four ounces on the side, maybe four ounces out the back kind of depends on that current. Um, you know, most of the time the current's not too crazy bad where, you know, we're only fishing sometimes 15 feet of water. Yeah. So e even with that current, um, four ounces out about 20 on your line counter, 22, you know, you're getting down there, you know, right at probably about 12 to 14 feet, mm -hmm. um, right, right in that range. And that's typically about where those sockeye, you know, will hang out. Plus your stuff will float up a little bit as well too. But, um, even that's kind of the same with the Chinook, you know, around here, um, you know, we're not fishing. I mean, 25 feet of water is, 
you know, pretty deep really for us around here. So, you know, eight ounces, you know, 20, 22, you know, six ounces, 30, 35, sometimes kind of depends, but, you know, running, um, you know, years ago running the downriggers, you know, you, you couldn't read the action on your rods. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the troll speed was a huge thing, you know, looking at what you're doing, you know, you're running a mile, you know, one, 1 1.2 for your sockeye, you know, 1.8, I really liked for the Chinook. But now that we've kind of transitioned out of the riggers and doing the lead droppers, you know, now I'm more concentrating on my rod, um, the action of my rod. You know, if you're running a 360, you want that good heartbeat pulse yeah. going on. Um, if you're doing the Dodgers, you know, looking at the rod tip, making sure it's not, you know, going crazy, mm -hmm. but just a nice steady thump. Yeah. Um, it's what you kind of want to look at. So I really nowadays don't really look at the speed because it's hard too with the current things like that. You don't, you know, you're going against the current, you know, if you're going up, up, up river, you know, you're going against the current. So you're like, well, what am I doing? A lot of times my stuff says I'm doing zero miles an hour, but I'm actually still trolling. Mm -hmm. So I watch the rod tips a lot and see what my gear is doing and look at the line angles that you're putting in the water with your lead. You know, you typically kind of want about a 45 degree angle. If it's more than 45, then you obviously you're going way too fast. If right. you're going too slow, it's, you know, going to be 90 or, you know, whichever, if it's straight down, you're gonna be hitting bottom. So I really watch the rods a lot. Yeah, that's sound advice uh, for most of our fisheries, especially when we're rolling 360s out the back or, you know, however you're fishing them on lead. Um, in some of these uh, other areas along the Columbia River, even out here in our backyard in Grace Harbor. Uh, it's all about the action on that rod in that 360, and you're right. Uh, you vary it based on line angle, and, you know, because obviously if you got way too much scope out there, you are fishing far too shallow compared to where you think you need to be or should be. Uh, final question, and uh, the argument continues. When it comes to these sockeye, do they even care? Um, does the coon shrimp need to be placed on the hook coming out of there straight like we're fishing for steelhead or you just pin them on there half crocked and they don't care. Yeah. I, I know a lot of guys, you know, will pinch the heads off and just use the tails. Um, I don't hardly ever catch fish that way. It seems yeah. like I've got to have the whole entire coon shrimp, mm -hmm. you know, cause they, I feel they really want that head. Right. So I feel that's pretty, pretty important. You know, for what, if you tie your own leaders, things like that, having that trailer hook, you know, out there right at the back of that head. Cause I feel a lot of times, you know, you'll get bit and you'll reel up your stuff and you're like, Oh, just the head's missing. Right. So yeah, I, you know, I think you got to have the whole shrimp personally. That's my preference, but mm -hmm. you know, I know some great fishermen that are like, Nope, I pinch the heads off and only use the, the tail piece. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a whole shrimp guy, just like you, no matter what species mm -hmm. I'm going for, got to, got to fish that whole shrimp because it just looks more natural in the water. And I think they key in on that. So Yep. Uh, all right, Mike, can't thank you enough. Hey, uh, everybody, www.teamtakedowngueidservice.com. Mike Roth, owner. Uh, you got some seats coming up. You got some availability going after sockeye and chinook yep. here on these fisheries throughout uh, July and August? Yep, I do. Fantastic. All right, look them up. You're going to have a fantastic day up there. Uh, pretty lucrative limits uh, this year. We got a decent count coming back, and uh, might as well put some sockeye and chinook in the freezer and uh, let Mike help you do that. So, Thanks for jumping on, buddy. Been a pleasure, and uh, don't be a stranger. All right. Thank you, guys. You bet. Have a good night. You too.
All right, there you go. Mike Roth, again, www.teamtakedownguideservice.com. Look him up or check him out on Facebook, Team Takedown Guide Service. He will definitely get into the fish. If you've ever wanted to fish that Upper East Side and um, get it kind of dialed in before you take your own boat over there, some of the best ways to do that, go with the guide, kind of get the lay of the land, check out the program. And you're going <laughs> to, first time to Brewster, you're going to be a little taken aback when you sit in his boat and you're getting out there fishing. You're going to realize how many boats are around there, and you're going to start questioning yourself, do I really want to bring my boat over here? Or should I just pay a guy to jump in the boat and go have fun for a couple hours? Because uh, it can be pretty challenging maneuvering that boat in and amongst the traffic. Okay, uh, yes, going to jump out for a quick break. We come back, a few uh, points of interest, a couple things to uh, mention before we close it on out right here at Fish on Northwest. A Northwest favorite for almost 40 years, Arima boats are manufactured with pride in Bremerton, Washington. All Arima boats are built without any structural wood materials. That is why Arima boats are backed with a lifetime warranty. Arima can offer every boat with Honda outboard packages so that you can take advantage of the reliability and five-year top-to-prop warranty from your Honda outboard. Call or stop by Arima boats today and let them help you get into your very next boat. All right, welcome back here in studio as we close it on out. Hopefully you enjoyed that information with Mike. He was uh, a ton of info getting thrown at you there, trying to get you guys uh, comfortable and set up to go find success on that east side, going after those Chinook and, and Sockeye, and, of course, uh, the ocean discussion with uh, Buddy Tommy out there in Nia Bay, and uh, definitely some fisheries to look forward to. Man, we got a ton of fish coming back, supposedly, but it's already starting to seem that way. Definitely, we need to start getting out there on some of these fisheries. So before we get out of here, hey, um, quick little reminder, Wenatchee River is closing for salmon fishing at the end of the day tomorrow, June 23rd. Reason for this is the wild spring chinook component of that fishery has reached its encounter rate, catch and release encounter rate on those wild spring chinook. So the Wenatchee is closing to chinook fishing, salmon fishing as of tomorrow, end of day. Uh, June 23rd. So, uh, also, hey, if you made it out to the Fish Expo this last weekend, appreciate you stopping by. Uh, appreciate and thank you to everybody who stopped by our booth and bought a bunch of swag from us. Uh, at one point there, Jordan, we looked around and there was just tons of people wearing the FHN gear, which is always great to see at any of the venues that we attend and everybody's uh, sporting our gear. So, we appreciate everybody supporting us and uh, we are continuing to try and grow the store. More uh, more merchandise. Uh, Shing is doing a great job trying to keep that thing up and running and keep enough uh, inventory in for you folks to order. So if you have things that you want and uh, we haven't got the store turned back on just quite yet, but uh, go ahead and message us up here on Facebook and uh, we will try to get it is or it, what it is that you are seeking based on what we have out there online and things that you see. So again, appreciate everybody showing up for the Fish Expo. It was a pretty uh okay turnout wasn't off the charts but uh for those that made it out we had a great time lots of good vendors there and um it was an enjoyable uh, uh weekend to say the least so thanks again and dakota of course put on a fantastic show as he always does great way to cap the weekend and close it on out so all right uh, that's gonna do it for us here tonight uh flying solo getting it done uh tommy will be back next week Oh, yeah, Jordan's here, so not exactly solo, as he's uh, letting me know over there in the corner. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tommy will be back next week, already working on getting a great show lined up. There's so much happening and some folks we need to talk to get you uh, in tune with on some of these additional fisheries that are going on. Um, some good stuff coming. 
and uh, plenty of opportunity to get out there and take advantage of. Weather looks pretty decent through the weekend, so get out there on the water somewhere. If I can sneak away, man, I'm back out to Area 13 doing a little jigging for some Chinook, and uh, we'll have full reports for you next week. So, all right, that's going to do it for us. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Get on the water. Post your picks, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday, 6 p.m., right here, Fish on Northwest. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Fish on Northwest weekly podcast. I want to remind everyone that you can catch our weekly live stream show on our Facebook page and, of course, our YouTube channel every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. West Coast time. You'll get our insightful in-studio interviews, our extremely detailed how-to segments in the Bait Lab, the infield segments we bring to you when we're on the water or in the woods, and, of course, our amazing cooking recipes in the kitchen with co-host Sherry England and chef Jeff Maxfield. Give us a follow on our Facebook page at Fish Hunt Northwest. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fish Hunt NW. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. And finally, go to our webpage at www.fishhuntnw.com for all the latest and greatest info. Join us each week here on our podcast. Join us each week at our live production. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.